Welcome back to Thanks for Your Concern, your favorite fucking podcast. <laughs> You're here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. Hi, 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 everybody. It is nice to see you, and it's nice to be seen if you're here. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> definitely, they're not seeing you. They're hearing you, girl, but I get it. We get it. Thanks for coming back another week. <laughs> for everybody, I hope that you caught up episode 71 where we did our confessionals. It was a really fun episode, and we hope you guys got to hear it. And if you haven't, Stop, listen to that one, then you can come back to this one. Double up on episodes this week. Yes, we are now celebrating week number two of 2022. And today ooh, ooh, we're going to talk about, about some of the things that we left in 2021. And if, you know, you still have time technically, you know, you have a grace period until the 15th to still leave things behind. It counts. I don't care. It still fucking counts. January, the Venus retrograde is really a time of reflection and fucking change. So we're here to make good decisions and leave the trash in 2021. Yes, baby. And I'm excited to do this episode because, you know, I sometimes need to remind myself what the fuck I need to leave behind in the past year. Let's talk it out. But before we do that, Berenice, any updates? Well, how's 22 treating you so far? Listen, it's treating me good. I cut off like a situationship. I, I'm i fully sending it. I'm doing the whole no contact whatsoever. Like mm-hmm. things have been deleted. Songs have been erased. You know what I mean? Ooh, like yeah. we, we, we have officially chosen to move the fuck on. And today I've been like trying to journal every now and then when I'm feeling down when I'm feeling whatever I'm feeling like good about the decision to just like move the fuck on I don't think that he uh, like I don't think he got what I was trying to say but Mm -hmm. it doesn't even matter at this point because I already made the decision and I was feeling good today I was journaling and I'm trying to do kind of like three words to describe like how I'm feeling or just like three words of my day and I wrote empowered hopeful and strong so love that yeah so I'm feeling I'm feeling good I'm and I realized that because in the in the past when I cut off cut it off the first time I was also dealing with some other stuff and I just like couldn't fucking eat and Mm -hmm. I knew that it had affected me because of the physical response in my body but this time around I'm eating I'm doing just fucking fine so I was like oh baby I'm gonna be just fucking fun without you love that so yeah what about you though how are you I'm doing really good. So I created a digital planner for myself. I'm in the beta mode of it. So I think I'm going to start selling these online. (laughs) Okay. I basically have designed a notebook so I can just focus on the day. Because I think sometimes I get lost in like, what's going on this month, this week, this da 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 da. And I just want to focus on the day. And so I've been planning out my days the night before. I like start, I like unplug from social media and still just do my little digital planner. And I feel like I have been not more productive, but just definitely more intentional and also just a little bit more focused on what's happening today. Cause it's like, this is what I need to worry about today, you know? Uh, and then wow. the next day we do that. And, you know, and the next day, the next day. So I'll let you guys know when I, finalize that and deliver it to the world it will be deliverable. amazing do i get to try it oh yes i'll send you the (sighs) pdf all right are you ready to get into this episode let's fucking do it Okay, I want to start off with, I got this terrible, remarkable 
DM on Instagram about last week's episode. And I want to talk about it on this episode. Oh, my God. We need to write, write, write. Okay, so last week we did the confessions episode. And we asked, you know, the the public (laughs) if you had any confessions. And I got the response from someone. I cheated on my ex-girlfriend with you, but we were basically done and I liked you. So it was worth it. Smiley face. You know, I leaving. swear it said I liked it. I swear it said I liked it. Not no, even it said I, I liked you. you. Okay. I was like, damn. But I don't know. I'm going to need to start vetting people more because guess what? I didn't know about this girlfriend. I didn't, I didn't know I was fucking participating in this shit. So I want to leave shady shit way, way, way in the past. This was years ago, but I really was like, man. You can't trust fucking anybody. I hate this shit, but I'm just going to have to start vetting people a little bit more. Okay? You know what? But we did know that dude was shady, though, because him and his friend, mm-hmm. we, like, me and Ella picked up these men outside of, like, one of her comedy shows, and we they went were to stands, get a drink with them. Stands they were of, stands, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we went to get a drink with them, and then they were like, yo, so they were they were flirting. They were full-on sending it, and then later we find out that one of them had a girlfriend, and then the other one was the one that hooked up with Ella. And well, he had a girlfriend, like, too. But then he deleted her and, like, ghosted her and then slid back into the DMs. Like, this whole cycle of shadiness, right? Mm -hmm. Good to know we're putting, like, two and two together. We didn't do a lot. We didn't do, like, a deep dive on this man's life because he wasn't that relevant. But it it does make sense now. It does make a little bit more sense. I told him to listen to the episode because he was going to be brought up. But Hi. (laughs) Hope you're well. Hope you're well. Don't take it too personally. Okay, bye. I mean, in the same realm, I would like to say, like, we're leaving in the past. We're leaving toxic relationships in the past. We're leaving exes who we don't actually, or people overall, who we don't actually fuck with, you know? We're not going to settle for friendships we don't actually want. I think, like, something that I've heard, I don't know why, I have I guess I'm on this side of TikTok, I was just talking about, like, friendships or the people that surround you and how you feel around them. And I, I feel like I have people in my life that that definitely are more like draining that like hanging out with them like ultimately leaves me stress and anxiety and then there's people in my life that I hang out with that I'm just having like a great time the entire time you know like I'm smiling like I notice when like my cheeks hurt of her like laughing so hard that I just like generally enjoy being around certain people so I would say like those people that are bringing you anxiety, those people that are making you feel uneasy, the people that are making you feel like you're not being heard. You know, like if you say a comment and like no one fucking says anything or the people that make you feel like your opinions aren't valued. I I think it's time to let them go. It's sometimes harder to like break up with a friend than it is a romantic partner because, you know, certain friends could Mm -hmm. either come with friend groups or you have a lot of great memories with them. But I think letting go of relationships even for a little bit like taking a break and seeing how you feel without this person in your life without having to create divisions in the sand can give you a little bit of light on whether or not this is someone you should keep in your life and then also I think that as you get older your circle becomes smaller just because people move this that and the other and it just gives an opportunity to create new relationships so while I say leave toxic people in 2021 reach out and try to create something better in 2022. 
with people that align with your values because that's always the best kinds of friendship when you guys just vibe and believe in the same things and you don't have to like put in a lot of effort for them to understand you and your point of view. I like that. I also think something that I've been really being mindful about is just like sometimes you have people that you met in college, right? So you're kind of friends with them by default because you met them in college. And like right now with moving to New York, there's people I met like right at the start. And it was like when I was looking for friends, I wasn't really Mm -hmm. looking for like any particular type of friend. And I feel like now that I feel comfortable and I feel settled and I have found like one or two, three people that are like a good support system. I feel like now I can narrow down. I want friends that are into art. Like I want to meet Mm -hmm. other artists. And from there, I want to really pick out people that value the same things I value, that are working on the same things I'm working on. So I can just build a community of people that are supporting me within what I want to do, within where I see myself, rather than like, it's great to have friends that are all sorts of like different types of people that are sorts of all different jobs. Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like it's so important to build a community around what you're trying to focus in. I totally agree. And I know that through this podcast, like we've created connections with a bunch of other people who are doing podcasting and it's been some of like the funnest friendships because we can just like talk about a mutual interest um the same thing with like stand-up comedy and having like stand-up comic friends that are grinding the same way it just like adds an element to your guys's friendship that I think everyone should look for I love that I would say within toxic friendships situationships whatever it is that maybe you were dealing with by the end of 2021 and you're really trying to maybe you know change up the situation because I think like it's totally acceptable to change it at whatever point but we are at the start of the year and it's still stronger winter so Mm -hmm. like make some decisions that are only for you like I think this year is really about just like taking care of ourselves and putting ourselves first and making sure that our decisions align only with what we need for us right I feel like sometimes when you are so taken by somebody else you make your decisions based on like they're involved in your decision making because it's like well you want to see them or you want to please them or you want to do something with that person and taking that person out of the equation and really focusing like what is it that I need to do just for me without Mm -hmm. this person involved at all is really different and I would say with situationships like don't let somebody keep you at an arm's reach like Mm -hmm. if you know like you know they're like well I don't want anything with you I want them to like I want to be friends, whatever. If you're still surrounding yourself with them in that environment and they're literally keeping you like by a thread, kind of like reaching you whenever Mm -hmm. the fuck they feel like it, you need to tell them you can either step up or step aside because you're in my path, you're in my way. And if they're not willing to step up, I think that just shows that it is time for you to move the fuck on and start making smarter decisions only for you. And the way that you want to do that can be all sorts of different. Like I know some people have like a lot of willpower and that's great. Like practicing willpower is all good. But if you need to block them, block them. If you don't want to go full set, because sometimes I feel like the message behind blocking, at least for me, is like, oh, I don't want that person to think like they affected me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I have a lot of pride in that. But sometimes it's like, am I blocking that person because 
because of them or am I blocking them for me? Like, do I need to block them so I don't yeah. go and look at their shit or like look if they saw my like my Snapchat story, my fucking Instagram story, you know? So I think like do what you need to do for you and make sure that like your choices are really only for you and aren't being influenced by the response of that person. I would say that like with situationships, like I probably had like the longest going situationship on record. No, not really, but it was four years <laughs> of on and off bullshit. And I did exactly what Bernie Say said, what was like either step up or step out. I really wanted them to step up. I actually thought that was the choice they were going to do, but they chose to step out. And to be honest, it was kind of like the best thing for me because I didn't have to think about this person because like we were at the point where I was obviously not we weren't exclusive so I was dating other people but I had this person kind of like what I said it was in the rearview mirror you know so it's like you look back and you're like okay but what about this person and it made it so difficult to move on and build any kind of genuine relationships because this person was still on my mind and so when I completely ended the situationship I had to do the block because seeing them on social media pissed me off and yeah haven't heard from them since it was for the best it really is it is for the best and I feel like at times it seems like it's not for the best at first but like listen let's get fucking real here okay if you need somebody to roast them send me their picture i will roast the shit out of them they're probably i mean not to trash on poor people but you know sometimes like (laughs) you're you're tripping over some poor ugly like ugly mediocre motherfucker like come on we can do better than that we're not letting at least let him be toxic if he has money you know but if he's he's buying you things no those are just jokes but essentially (laughs) all jokes aside (laughs) all jokes aside do what you need to do for fucking yourself like at at the end of the day like this person it's hard to hear but they don't care like that they just don't you're putting a lot of your mind time into somebody else that isn't reciprocating that and honestly like for me it's embarrassing like we never talk about how embarrassing it is to catch feelings for like a sneaky link or like somebody that doesn't value you the same way oh it's so fucking embarrassing and it really like hurts your ego but truly like you're gonna be fine don't take it personally it really isn't about you like at the end of the day they went into something knowing that it wasn't gonna go anywhere and even if you started off being okay with those terms and it changed just like give yourself a little graze and like yes it's embarrassing but at the end of the day now you can see what you want out of like you can see where those things were lacking because I feel like in relationships like that you always you always know when something is lacking like oh I wish this person would treat me like this or I wish this person would do this and now you can take that and in your next relationship like in your next journey you can ask for those things you don't even have to ask but like if that person is giving you that that security that sense of security right away then you know it's something worth keeping around but if they're not that way you can hash them out a lot quicker next time one advice I would give that was kind of given to me by a therapist was see what stories you're telling yourself around this person like what's like stories as in what narratives are you creating and kind of analyzing which what of those are real And what one of those are stories you're telling yourself. And a lot of the times when we get in situationships, 
we hold on for like the idea of a relationship, but not for the actual relationship. Like, do you actually like how this guy, this person is treating you? Do you actually value this person? Do you really know this person as well as you would like them to to know them? And then also, I think there's like a little bit of ego that goes into you don't want to give up on a situation because you think you can change this person mm-hmm. or change the relationship, which you might be able to. But how much time are you wasting when you could be putting effort into yourself or another relationship with a person that genuinely genuinely wants to show up and be there for you and that's really it at the end like there's only like so much time in the day and do we really want to spend all that energy on somebody that can make up their fucking mind you're just not that important for them to make up your mind about no no we're we're baby girl baby boy we're no we're no no Moving forward, moving on, I think like really just like worrying about yourself and like literally taking out the trash is needed for 2022 for us to succeed. So moving on to other things that we're leaving in 2021, I want to talk about my spending habits in 2021 and that... Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) With the lockdown (laughs) and everything, I just did a lot more of online shopping just because I just didn't... (laughs) Well, I didn't have a car, which means <laughs> which means I'm busing everywhere. And when you girl, bus places, girl, excuses, excuses. All I'm hearing are excuses. You oh, spent a lot of money excuses. last year. I did, I yeah. did, and I, I did a lot of I did a lot of unintentional spending. And I don't mean like I spent it on accident. I mean that I didn't have intentions good intentions with my budget instead I just was kind of spending money because I had it and because like I mean I'm a little bit impulsive so I would have this idea like oh actually I really want that and then I would just buy it because I did have the money so I really want to make really intentional spending and really focus on spending in areas that are going to fulfill me and bring me you know spending on things that I actually value like I really like eating food and eating good food so like spending money on that is like uh, something that's going to bring me joy but just buying stuff because I have a thought in a millisecond is probably not a good idea I like that you know I really think that in 2021 something we need to leave behind is Shein and fast fashion like overall basically it's just like bad quality we've talked about this before on previous episodes but also just with the going along with like fast fashion and trends just like and consumerism mostly like living in New York and seeing like people buying stuff every day just to like keep up with the trends and the stuff that you constantly find at thrift stores I it's just like a lot you know and I think like with intentional Mm -hmm. spending finding pieces that you really like that you know you're gonna pair rather than like oh this is trendy this will be cute for like one night out if you don't if you can't make like three or four outfits like with that piece of article of clothing in mind don't buy it because at the end of the day you're really only going to wear it like one or two times and if you know that your habits are like to buy a lot of clothes and then donate a lot of clothes you know we have friends that do that and that's okay but just definitely thinking about your overall impact in the environment is like really really important I mean at this point I know that everything's gonna go to shit at some point right but regardless you know like we're being conscious queens in 2022 we're making smart decisions not just for ourselves but also for the environment because 
I think that, yes, we, I love that we're focusing on ourselves this year and we're prioritizing ourselves. I also think we need to prioritize the planet and the environment. <laughs> That's I feel like that. A, a goal line for this year. I was actually thinking about that this morning too, definitely. But, and also I want to say that like fast fashion is only fast because trends are going and coming. But if you're shopping intentionally, like don't feel bad for making purchases, I guess. But just like what Berenice said with making sure that you can design outfits around it and that's something you're actually going to wear. And I mean, let me just say this. I feel like with social media, it's kind of interesting because I'll think like, oh, that's kind of cute. I like that trend. And then I'll see like maybe two weeks later, later, it'll be like, this is so chuggy. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I didn't even know we're over that trend already. <laughs> we're done. I was like, oh, my God. So from the time that I thought about buying it to when it was untrendy, it was like not that short of time. Like I wouldn't have even gotten a purchase. You know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't even order and get it to my house by the time this trend is over. So I would say that finding your personal style and like liking it is a big part of this because for me, like I love wearing black and I used to be kind of self-conscious about it because I just like, yeah, people would be like, oh, look at Ella's in her, you know, classic jeans and da da da. But that's just like what I like wearing. So if I buy a good pair of jeans, I know I'm gonna wear that bitch like 10,000 million fucking times because that's my fucking look. So don't feel bad if your look is not the trendy look. Like trendy is just like one way to dress. Okay, within the same topic, what I want to leave behind is buying for specific like events or travel related. Like I know within like raving clothes, the turnover is like really fast because you want to wear like something new to every like concert or rave that you go to. I, I've been there too. Or like when you're traveling, you're like, well, I'm going to the beach. So I need to buy three swimsuits because I'm going to be there three days. Like look at the shit you have and maybe try to make outfits around what you already have and only like really get something if it's like going to add to your closet and it isn't just for this one occasion. Like bitch, if you're going to Hawaii and you live like somewhere really cold for the rest of the year, I understand needing something. But like if you can make outfits that will fit Hawaii for the most part and not just get like these are my three outfits for Hawaii that I'm never gonna wear again that's kind of like the things that you don't necessarily like I would say you don't like really need need and if you have homies that are like around the same size as you like I love borrowing clothes from my friends within trips because I know I'll give them right back to them. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I'm not, I, and I will say that sometimes I'm a little stingy with my, with my clothes sharing, but that's only because one of my friends held on to one of my, some of my shit for seven years. I shit you not, this bitch came, <laughs> she, she told me, she told me, I like asked right away, hey, you borrowed my dress, can I have it back? And she was like, I don't even have that dress. And I asked maybe like a year later, like, hey, like, do you still have this dress? She's like, no, 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 no. Seven years later, this motherfucker hands me this dress back and goes like, oh, here's your dress. Seven years later. How did she hold on to this for seven years? I don't know. But uh, to this day, I have trust issues surrounding that. It's funny when you say like, (laughs) buying outfits for travel but like you know don't blame everyone like does that because we live in like a capitalist society that tells you like for every event you need a new outfit and I think that this was a lot more apparent when I was like 
dressing for social media because there was a time where I'm like, fuck, mm. like, okay, well, I'm going to Vegas, but I've already worn this in an Insta photo, so I can't rewear this. And I would be, even though that's a dumb thought, it's a fucking thought that I think a lot of us have. So I honestly, mm-hmm. when I realize, I'm like, bro, I do not need any more dresses. I literally have an, a dress for every day of the week for a month and not wear the same dress twice. But all of my dresses are motherfucking hoe dresses. So they're not appropriate to go anywhere but the club. But I don't, we don't even have clubs in Seattle. So I have a bunch of club wear that I wear like once a fucking year. <laughs> like, but I think that that's kind of like the thoughts on minimalism and like just not buying things you don't need. And I will say this. I'm not a big on minimalism. I am a maximist. I am a material girl. Okay, I love fashion. But just having being still conscious around being a maximist, like you can have shit like I'm not telling people to like go throw away all your shit. That's definitely not what I'm saying. But make sure that like the shit that you're buying makes sense. And it isn't just like I'm gonna get it because I like can't. Or I just will, you know, I think the the overall the overall mark is intention being intentional. Moving on, something that I think we should leave in 2021 is lack of confidence, laziness and negative self-talk. And <laughs> these are big and I will say these are personal because <laughs> I can be such a lazy bitch. I think we've touched on this. Like I want to do like the least amount of effort into something, but I'm really trying to turn this around. Like this year is my year to be a hyper motivated, energetic human being and focus on like stuff that I want to get done. And I just, I know that whatever you put the work in mixed with luck really creates like opportunity. So Mm -hmm. I'm focusing on the part, like I'm already a lucky bitch. So this year, I'm really focusing on the work and being not procrastinating as much because I'm a huge procrastinator. Like I literally will leave shit off until the very last second. So restructuring my life, learning how to be more organized with the things I have to get done and doing those things first. So then the rest of my day isn't like, oh, I have to do this because I've been putting it off because it's challenging or time consuming or whatever, but being the first thing that I do in the day and then it's done. I love this. I feel like when you talk about like lack of confidence, I sometimes feel like I like stuffle my own creativity because like I doubt myself or I just feel like discouraged because of what other people are doing based on where I'm at. Um, and I really want to like kind of work on being more creative and getting more creative projects done without thinking about like that it's not good enough. Yes. I think that there is a quote by Ira Glass who does this American Life podcast and he says that there is this thing where if you're really into a genre or a medium where your taste might like exceed your skill. So like right where I feel like right now it's like, okay, I try to do something, but I'm like, oh, this isn't like what I want because I just don't know how to do what I want yet. And it's like that doesn't mean that you should just stop because no one's starts as an expert yeah yeah I see this with a lot of friends like I like to look like a crackhead so I go ahead and do my makeup how I want but it started like small and it kind of like grew into making my makeup better and I, I have friends that are like well I've always wanted to like kind of try it but I don't know where to wear it or blah 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 the thing about it is something that I've learned in New York I will say is 
no one really cares about you. Okay, no one's yeah. worried about what you're doing. So kind of like live your best life. And honestly, like if you try it out, and if you don't like it, then that's like, that was a quick way into figuring out that you didn't like it, that it was something like maybe you were never going to grow to do or like, but the chance of you doing something and really liking it, and then have this thing make your life so much better and more fulfilled, because you actually did pursue something that you wanted to do, like, the feeling of empowerment and reward when you get really good at something you didn't even have a clue how to start with is amazing. I will say this like with sewing. I didn't learn how to sew until I was in college. And the more that you do it and the more that you practice it and like it, it really isn't about the praise. But like sometimes I look back at like my, the collection I did in college and I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I did this, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's a really rewarding experience, even if it's something that you don't end up doing like for the rest of your life. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I don't know, I feel like a lot of people don't give themselves enough credit. And so something I've been trying to do is like relate something I didn't know how to do, like editing a podcast and where I am now to being like, you know what? let's that's like could be the same journey with this new thing so guys i'm trying out some new exactly. fun stuff i'm really excited for 2022 because 111 2022 that's so early in the year and if i put in time to do stuff like where am i going to be 111 2023 but you got to start now yeah you really do you really really do i've won 2023 i would be looking amazing <laughs> Life is going to be good. There are some some other things I want to leave in 2021 that are in like big topics, but I want to do some quick mentions. I think in 2021, we should leave calling somebody hun, specifically if you're a man to a woman. I don't know what it is about a man calling me hun, but it gives me the automatic ick. I honestly don't like pet names from people I don't know. You know, like any like... Like, I don't know. I one time had a guy at a bar be like, call me babe, like in a weird way. And I was like, I don't fucking know you. Ew. Yeah. I was like, dude, don't call me fucking babe. I don't fucking know you. And it's just so cringy when someone uses a term that like you're like, that makes me uncomfortable. There's a lot. Yeah. But also Hun, I feel like is like condescending. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know is. what it is about Hun. I just fucking hate it. Like, it doesn't even matter what man it is. The second Hun comes out of their mouth, I'm like, <gasps> automatic ache, automatic no so yeah please stop saying hun (laughs) that's my personal one another one is i think we need to stop the oppression of short kings i love this one you guys you guys know i'm a reformed i'm a reformed person (laughs) i used to date guys who were legitimately six seven and it 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 it, now that i date a short king (laughs) i just want to say like i feel so stupid for dating such tall guys first of all it's really unnecessary right i can't have a conversation with anyone over fucking six foot i have this like homie and he was at a bar with me and he literally like crouched down to talk to me like (laughs) <laughs> like you talk to a fucking child like a child and i was like i was like oh i was like never do that again he's like oh i'm just trying to talk to you and i, I can't hear you from way up here and i was like i'm done talking to tall people short people only i love short kings short kings for the win i want to also say like in new york babes it's time to get real like the men here are petite it is what it is <laughs> this is the pool like, yeah. 
you know and the the saying like is he is he hot or is he just tall is so real here because like you see somebody ever like six foot and obviously they have like a presence because they're like a big man but like don't slack on my on my amazing other maybe delusional men out here that are like the I would say the average is like five eight like it's it's short it's short short here but they could be the thing I've been like the thing is like I'm on hinge Mm -hmm. so now I get to see people's height and I always under I always underball you know like if they say five nine they're really five eight if they say five eight they're really five six you know so I am trying to make that not something that I take into consideration the only height requirement is to be as tall as I am in my biggest platforms which is five five so short kings Okay, short kings. I'm ready. Short kings of New York. <laughs> you heard it here first. We're all about the short kings. So short kings with money. Hit up Berenice. <laughs> Something I personally need to leave behind is messy to pajama days at home. I mean, Ooh. the kind of days where like on my best day, I get up, I make coffee, I have a routine. On my worst days, I sit on TikTok till I roll out of bed and I don't get into regular clothes and I just sit in pajamas all day. I'm not doing that anymore. Never. I'm not even gonna let one of them go because I think there's just something about staying in your pajamas all day that makes your depression worse. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm almost positive. So the act of getting up, getting ready and starting your day like you would if you had to go into the office I think it's beneficial for your mind I agree with you and I would say like this doesn't mean you have to put a full-on fit but feeling good in the clothes that like you're walking around in uh, like it's nice you can always take a little quick like work selfie put that bitch on Instagram or whatever your favorite social media is I'm not a fan of like the Kardashians but I will say skims is almost earning my money because they do have really fucking cute loungewear I'm looking for other alternatives give me give me a week I'll get some alternatives for everybody but definitely like feeling feeling good and and just feeling like put together and making a routine like getting up like washing your face looking like Mm -hmm. a human being nothing is wrong with like I wake up looking rough like I have a mirror right literally when I pop up for my bed there's a mirror and that's when I do like my affirmations and my whatever while I'm still in bed and I do tell myself that I'm a little baddie so even with my glasses I feel like I can't pull any man but there's something about just like changing your outfit putting on my contacts looking like a normal person and being being in an outfit that I can just walk outside and feel like I I feel normal you know I don't feel like I'm looking rough today so no more no more slobby a slobby work from home no more slobby work from from home get you a cute set fuck it intentional though <laughs> make it intentional my last and not least i would like to say you'll need to quit it with your nicotine addictions okay? i couldn't agree more it's time to go cold turkey it looks awful when you have to like it's such a turn off when i see somebody constantly hitting a vape i don't know what it is but I just think it's it's just like not attractive that you have to be dependent on fucking nicotine to go on with your day. And this is I might be coming for some people with this, but listen, you're a grown ass person. Get it together. You know, my heart goes out to people who have nicotine addictions. But like also, you know, let's look at our 
chemical dependencies in 2022. Maybe you want to leave some of those chemical dependencies in 2021, you know, of all types. So yeah, nicotine's in vape. I don't know why it's become so normalized as if it's not bad for you. Being addicted to nicotine is not good for you. And also it hurts your wallet. It hurts your well-being and... Yeah, I agree. I do not know if I find hardcore nicotine addictions attractive. (laughs) Okay, you guys. So those are what we're leaving in 2021. Let us know what you're leaving in 2021. I'm so excited for us and every single person who is listening to this as we enter into 2022 into a new era. We are continuing with Strong Girl Winter. We are continuing... doing new things trying new things being the best version of ourselves. yes plugs of the week all right so for my plug of the week i'm actually plugging my favorite thrift store so far in brooklyn it's called tired thrift and it's in like the williamsburg greenpoint area it's on 10 bedford ab east williamsburg brooklyn there might be a couple of locations for this actually but the vibes in there were like brats doll 2000 so obviously i went in there and i was in love with everything the prices i would say for like what vintage and thrift goes in Brooklyn. This is like pretty moderate and you will definitely find like some really real, real cute pieces there. So check them out. All right. So my plug of the week is Kelly Eden official and basically they make really, really dope, cool art. And I was like looking at their art and I was like, this is like next level, super cool. If you're into like anime, pulp culture, they have really cool pieces and I, you can go check them out out on at kelly eden it's k-e-l-l-y and then e-d-e-n all right those are the plugs of the week please check out our spotify playlist uh stronger winter s-g-w it's linked on our instagram and you can find our instagram at thanks the number for your concern and i'm personally at ella l tutor and i'm at berenice diaz m make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast make sure to tell a friend and leave a five-star review it helps us out a lot we will see you next week bye bye xoxo